I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! <laughs> Which is now the official song of High Heels Happy Hour. Welcome everyone, welcome back. Uh, or welcome if you're new. Uh, and uh, welcome Ingrid to uh, my closet. Yes, love it. <laughs> So I'm Ingrid and you are? I'm Christina. And we, our podcast studio is actually in one of my closets. Uh, so yes, we are in the closet, but also out. Yes. It's cozy. Yes. Um, and uh, today we are going to continue um, our sort of mental health um, deep dive a little bit. Um, Because you all know, here we talk about self-improvement, we talk about health, wellness, style, fashion, everything. But mental health needs a little extra love and a little extra spotlight because it's a part that we um, sometimes don't think is necessary on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. So we have a a great guest today, but we're going to start where we always start. How was your week? Well, my week, I've learned the really great definition of grace. Oh, okay. Um, I've given my, I've, I've really have tested my grace this week. It's been a really tough week. So yeah, um, no, we've all, yeah, it's been one of those weeks. We can all relate. I think I felt like I put my two fingers in the electrical socket i was like i was like oh god this week has been yeah so this week has been very testing okay so okay i'm glad it's uh i've made it through i'm here and um yes it was interesting so how about you it was a pretty no it was it was a little testing for me too Hmm. and it's funny that we're talking about the same are you in the same socket no not so much socket uh crazy more kind of like drained of energy like funk i was Mm -hmm. in a funk this week but the fun thing is that um the scavenger hunt so the you've heard us talk about our fundraisers but also um, we'll be, keep talking about this one until it's up in October 14th. So I was on um, a radio, Lori Davis radio show we recorded, which I love. Lori Davis is a realtor in town. I love her. And she has a radio, local radio show. So mm-hmm. I was there. That was fun. That was great. And they have, so kind of in, in, in line with us, you get a cocktail when you're on her. 
video show. Ah. Citrus Grill sponsors with the weekly cocktail. So it's really nice. You go be on radio That's and cool. get a cocktail. Yeah. That's a happy hour right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, yeah. So the, the uh, scavenger hunt is um, signups are in full swing. And actually for businesses, local businesses, we have one spot left. And then we're full, which I mean, oh, the wow. full was okay. kind of a goal of mine, but we didn't know. Um, but there's just one spot left. When we record this, when you hear it, it there's no spot left. But <laughs> we have a few that are still thinking. Uh, so I'm super excited. And for those of you that don't know what a scavenger hunt is, Google it. It's really fun. It is. Uh, you hunt for treasures around town. And here in this scavenger hunt is going to be small businesses around town. And they're going to give you gifts when you find them and get into their brick and mortar. Um, they're going to give you gifts. So oh. it's going to be one of those who come out of it with like a lot of goodies yeah i've been bribed quite a bit to be on their team i'm like i can't be on your team i know where everyone yes, is no that would be <laughs> cheating so but if you hear this and you want to get free stuff from Vero beach then you should sign up for the scavenger hunt yeah and the link to do that will be in uh, the show notes so yes i think it was a little bad a little good this week what is your hack so my hack is to carry or if you carry a flat iron, that would be used not so often, but yes, okay, as a uh, to take the wrinkles off your clothes. If you don't have an iron, a flat iron, go. You, you just take that. Now, I would be in a lot of trouble because I don't carry a flat iron often, but my daughter does. Yeah, same here. I obviously never carry a flat iron. I don't even think I carry a brush. But my no, me neither. <laughs> but my daughter carries both. Yeah, see? Yes. So if you're so she can left without an iron. Okay. Well flat that's iron. A, that's uh, I know people though that have used their regular iron as a straightening iron. They put their hair that's on what the I used to ironing do. board and yeah. I never did that. But um <laughs> I used to use a flat iron a lot when I had long hair. So flat iron to iron your clothes. And how about you? What's your hack? Ooh, I have a show and tell. You know how I like show and tells. I like to have objects. Can you guess what this is? Either something for your thighs or your neck. <gasps> Very good. I don't think neck, but yes, this is oh. a fascia blaster type. So you put this, or, and this is uh, to prevent cellulite or to re reduce cellulite and also but it's also good for the muscles if you have soreness because fascia which is i'm not going to get too technical but how we attach to your um how the fat forms underneath your skin that's what creates the the, the bumps in cellulites but it's also when you're sore kind of they they get stiff to the muscles so you put your thigh around here and then you uh roll it back and forth you can use it on your arm so i will i have a link because i've i've used many different fascia blasters throughout the years this is my favorite so far huh. and it's the cheapest so it's from italy and no or france italians and french are obsessed with removal of cellulite so if it's from there it's usually pretty good 
and this is Amazon. I think it was $35, which is, and it's sturdy. So I was super excited when I ordered it. I figured I, I'll give it a shot. Add this card. one's good. A little warning label, you will bruise. I have little, I can show you, Ingrid. See, I have bruises. Oh yes. My, well, it's probably because so it's she's a good thing. The no, it's a good thing. thing you know, that <laughs> circulation down there. So if you, if cellulite bothers you, this is a great way to, um, help reduce this is anything okay i'm gonna hold it guys so you have so you have to watch the video i'll put the link it. to uh, i can just imagine you like crushing the living thing your circulation off your no thighs. no no you can't say so like no <laughs> no you're not gonna crush. you're not that strong you know uh, that's a lot then you're gonna move that way so you can't do that so uh, i'll put the link the link to this one from amazon is in the show notes okay that's my hack i guess you can't do the next two no you can't we have a no. small neck yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, let's get a little bit serious okay. and uh, move into um, what we're going to talk about mental health. So this month, so, you know, but you know, I want to redo, or I want to replay, rewind. I want to say, no, we shouldn't feel, yeah, we shouldn't feel that mental health yes, that's exactly is so what I was serious. Say. Yes. Because I think mental health is just as important as physical health. Yes. Yes. I, I was just thinking you beat me to that like okay. by like four yeah. milliseconds. Yeah. So the story behind why we wanted to do this episode or have someone on is because we want to create that. It's like a cup, cup of coffee. It should be normal to just like going for a run. Yes. It should so be very normal. Uh, but a lot of people have either maybe had a bad experience or have been made to do this or you grew up with the stigma the stigma of hey if you do that that's i mean don't tell including anyone. all my family members yes yes so there was a wide range of of questions concerns so i said hey this month being suicide awareness mm -hmm. it should be talked about mm -hmm. and how do we talk about it how do we do this and what do we do so what a better way than to ask someone that is in the field and is really excited to share. So yes. I'm going to tell you a little bit about our guest, and then we're going to have her hop on. So Miss Nikki Rodriguez is a licensed mental health counselor, yoga teacher, and she's the owner of Restorative Wellness in Vero. And she is a certified EMDR. So that we'll talk about in the, okay. in the podcast, what that is. And she believes therapy is only successful if a strong relationship is built and fostered by the therapist and client. Her approach is flexible and eclectic. She treats in the individual, not the diagnosis. So without further ado, yes. I'm going to, well, we're going to pop on, hop on Miss Nikki Rodriguez. Thank you for having me. Well, <laughs> welcome. Pleasure to have you here. Yes. So, Nikki, before we go any further, since I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit, I have never been to therapy. So, if I, since I was in a funk, if I, someone who doesn't know anything about it, where would I start? If okay. I felt like, you know what, I think I should go see a therapist. 
there are so many places to start. <laughs> so we can, I think what, to speak to what you said first, I could go there, is that you don't need to be super unwell to start therapy. I have many clients that are high functioning, that are coming in to just better themselves, to dive deep, to get to know themselves. So I don't really think it has to be a moment of crisis to have you walk in the door. Yeah, that's, that's well put. Very good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think there's a couple. So I have a couple points that I'd like to make with this. I think the first thing is to think about the type of therapist you want. Mm -hmm. So male, female, um, is age a factor, uh, different orientations, right? Like some people want to see a Christian counselor. Other people do not have preference for that. So I think knowing like what your criteria for is important. We have a re some really cool resources that are available. You can go on to Psychology Today and type in your zip, and it'll like populate everybody in the area that is on the directory. And I love it because every therapist gets like three paragraphs. So it's not lengthy, but you can read. This is actually how I found my therapist. You can read the blurb about each person and just see who resonates. You know, because you. Yeah. Yes. Like yellow mm -hmm. pages for. Uh, <laughs> yes. Great comparison. <laughs> what are so you? I think that's important. And on there, it'll be, oh, Ingrid, did you have something? <laughs> I said, what are yellow pages? Yeah, I guess they're, they're, they're not. But I think all of us listening really? to the podcast, yes. except minus just, if any of my children are listening, they probably don't know <laughs> what yellow pages are. But the rest of us know. Yes. We know, right? That's <laughs> If not, you can Google it, and that'll tell that's you, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that because I didn't know that there was a place that you can. Yeah, search. that's great. Yes. So and when you go on there, there's filters. So you can search by like type of modality, um, insurance, you know, all it's it's a helpful little tool. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's great. Perfect. Huh. Yeah. Because that's, your hat. that's also <laughs> important with because I think if you are like I'm not going to mention any names, but. A lot of my family members back in Sweden. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, first of all, you wouldn't tell your friends that you wanted to see a therapist. So otherwise, I mean, I would probably ask someone I know who's been to therapy and see if they have yeah. recommendations. Yes. If you don't want it to come out. You don't want to ask around. Then that's a great tool. That's perfect. Yeah, I love that. And now, uh, touching on that subject. Of, of not knowing that's kind of one of the biggest things when you go to therapy is is having that confidentiality it's mm. really a thing yeah yeah like, I've seen my therapist out and I'm like hey don't like oh, I'm like oh I have a conversation with my clients about that actually because Vera is small yeah. So yeah I always tell my people I'm like listen if I see you at Target or Publix highly likely um, if you acknowledge me, I will acknowledge you back. If you don't and you keep walking, I'm not going to cry. and You're not going to hurt my feelings. I get it. And fortunately, my husband does not pay attention. So he's not going to ask who you are. So it's yeah. a safe bet depending what you want to do. No, but I think that's a big, <laughs> that's a great point. That's yes. just yes. That's huge yes, because that's big. that goes Small with, towns, that's with big. jobs, that yeah. goes with, you know, couples, mm -hmm. with, with children. It just yeah. allows you to know that it's not going to go further than those yeah. that those doors you might be hiding it from your spouse yes yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yes 
And that's, you know, that's part of my license. You know, if I, if I broke confidentiality, that would, I would get in a lot of trouble for that. That's a big fine. Like there's a lot attached to it. So it's very, it's, we take that very serious. Oh, that's great. Great point. Mm -hmm. So now, now you, you talked about the website that you can kind of go on and kind of search. Mm -hmm. um, do you have to have a referral to see a, a therapist or can you just kind of, like if Christina was to say, hey, I'm just going to call and get seen. Do you have to have like a, a doctor say, hey, you need to go or? Nope. All you need to do is pick up the phone and uh, pull Band-Aid. So it is, it is that easy. Just make that phone call, right? Or send the email. A lot of people, you know, everybody's virtual too. So emails are a great form of contact as well. And you can, through the website, there's the option to send a message. How do you figure out, I'm going to stay with this therapist, or mm -hmm. I should maybe try somebody else? I think that's a great question. I typically recommend that people go about three or four times, um, because essentially you have to like your therapist, mm -hmm. because you have to trust them. If you can't tell them anything or talk to them about anything, it's not going to work. So I say, you know, the first session, I always tell people, like, this is a history intake. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about a lot of things. We're not going to get into therapy today because I really want to paint that picture so I understand what your experience is. And to also know that not everything comes out in the first session. You know, people are like onions. We're just peeling off the layers. Yeah. So, you know, the first session, a lot of people come in pretty nervous. So you might kind of not be, your gauge might be off. So I think by going by three or four, you're going to know like, yeah, I, I like this person. Like, you know, I might want to be their friend, right? We can't be friends with our clients. But that shows a level of trust, which yeah. is essential in my opinion. And also, I don't mind sharing my inner thoughts with this person. That, that That's important to really exactly. feel that you can open up. Yeah. And yeah. that, I think, makes a big difference on the trust of a therapist is when you mm -hmm. can be completely transparent mm -hmm. and no judgment. Like for you to say exactly how you feel, because that's kind of why you find someone mm -hmm. you know i feel that i feel like i found someone that i can just be brutally honest say yeah. what you should me now oh what, no well, i'm talking about what, therapist okay yeah. <laughs> whatever you want because sometimes especially with this month and how things have happened recently yeah intrusive thoughts are probably the most scariest gut wrenching thought someone can have and for you to say okay this is what i'm feeling and someone say that's okay and you're like Whoa. Mm -hmm. what yeah. <laughs> that's okay and it it becomes the thought yes mm. it, it's just mm. like wait I, I have goosebumps yeah because it's one of those things that someone says i got you that's fine Ooh. So why is it that you're having this? And then mm. you become, then you be, you be, you start to kind of peel, like you said, those onions and you're, you're like, okay, this is not so bad. Yeah. That's and cool. it, it just becomes this freeing effect that, okay, I got it. Like mm. all this time I've been holding this in and trying to figure this out. I'm good. Like it, I, for me, it's been awesome. And it, it's just, I, I wish I can have a magic wand and be like, you get freed and you're okay and you're okay. Mm -hmm. But I think everyone has has their journey and I think that's what makes it 
great. It's it's a journey. Everybody's journey is differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for mm-hmm. me, it's I think it's great talking. Yeah, and you have friends like I. We talk a whole lot, but there is a, a, a magic. And also, I am not trained. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing, and that's exact. That, I that, do not have a license. Okay, that was like the cherry on top. Yeah, is because you have someone, you know, like you know Nikki. They're trained to absorb because sometimes, sometimes you say something like. I, I could say something to you and her eyes go like this. And I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> well, I said it already. So let's just see what happens versus you telling me something and me having a really great response to hear yeah. you yeah. and mm-hmm. see you, hear you, see you and help you. Yeah. All those things. I think I believe a therapist yeah. is there. Yeah. What do you think, Nikki? I completely agree. You know, this, and I can speak to what you're saying. Like, I know when I go to my therapy session, I don't have to hold back. I can just put it all out on the table. Nobody's feelings are going to get hurt. I can be brutally honest and process through it to figure out my next move, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say without like, like not walking on eggshells, but, you know, being hesitant about how I'm going to approach a situation, which is something that's, you know, is valuable in therapy. It's like, it's practice for real life, right? We get to practice and then we get to go out and take what we just gained and apply it in our relationships and in our life. Yeah. You know, and speaking of the role of the therapist, like, you know, we, we hold space for you. That's our job. It's not to judge. It's not to react. It's not to give advice. A lot of people I think have misconceptions about that. I am not an advice giver because I don't walk in your shoes. I don't know your life, your story. I know no better than you do. My job is to help you get your answers so that you can make the most informed and best decision for yourself yeah now let me ask you nikki do you see with uh after the pandemic and everything where people just definitely are worse mental health wise do you see a change that it's not so stigmatized anymore do you have more quote-unquote regular people just coming to have a have a sense of of uh relief or has there been a, a difference over the last couple of years, do you think, in the type of, of clients that you see? So when I talk about the pandemic, I kind of love to say that it forced people to look at things that they were avoiding, right? Because when people were stuck by themselves, you can't ignore things. You don't have a lot of distractions. Yeah. So that that little bubble became a volcano, um, yeah. which I think is a beautiful thing because, like, let's deal with it. Let's address it. Get rid of it. So it it definitely, you know, made the situation bigger for me. Um, I have, in regards to like clientele, you know, I'll see people weekly, bi-weekly to start to depend on what works for them, you know, what they can do, what I think. We collaborate on that. And then typically stepping people down to like monthly or every like six weeks, let's say, right? Um, I will always give my clients my opinion like, hey, like, you don't need to come in anymore. Um, but I find that a lot of my people like to hold their space. So they come in once every month, every six weeks, just to like have that check-in, that tune-up. Yeah, I, I would almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like if you, if you compare it to your physical health, some people love when you start working out, you should go see a personal trainer or someone who can talk you through and help you. And then some people love continuing going to personal trainer, even though they know 
what to do, but they need that accountability yeah. and they need someone mm-hmm. to kind of hold them mm-hmm. their hand. Whereas others are fine, maybe doing it more on their own. So yeah. Yeah, and there's a season for everything, right? So, you know, somebody might come in with something super targeted, we might address it, and then that might be it. Um, you know, I've had clients that have stopped attending and then something comes up and they come back in. I've had the similar situation where I went for something and then took a couple years off and then, you know, my son was born. With That's a whole other story. And then it, I started going back again and I haven't stopped since because I also feel it helps me to be a better therapist by me making sure that I'm going regularly. Oh, that's a nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, too, and it comes with tools, too is you mm-hmm. learn different tools mm-hmm. so which mm-hmm. helps you kind of not go as often because you're like okay mm-hmm. i got it mm-hmm. you don't want to be reliant on it yes yeah i think that's the same thing Very like cool. you were saying like like personal training yeah you know but the accountability is kind yeah. of like hey i've i've used these tools this has helped mm-hmm. this has come up this is a little different um so it just gives you like a well-rounded yeah yeah, approach, I guess you can say. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you too, do you do online sessions? And is that something that you started with during the pandemic? So I do not like virtual therapy. Okay. <laughs> so please uh, el- elaborate on that. Um, this is fine, right? Because we're chatting all as well. But I feel like when I'm doing the kind of work I do with my clients, it's really hard to have a screen in between us. I think it affects my ability to read somebody's energy, their body language. Um, it's easy to like kind of go somewhere too, in my opinion. Like I'll be straight about that. I'll like sit here and be like, oh, I got to check back into my body right now and be present. So when somebody's in front of you, and this is my preference, I have colleagues that love it. So again, when you want a therapist, that's an important thing to look at, right? Like yeah. if you yeah. only can do virtual. So, yeah, because yeah. I do think, I mean, from a client standpoint, it probably made it easier for a lot of people for that first initial to do it online because it didn't feel like such a huge commitment. Maybe that was a good lead in. And if you have like, a, what do you call it? Agoraphobia when you when you don't want to leave your house. Is it, uh, is it agoraphobia? Agoraphobia. Oh. Then it's really hard to get to the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. That's something that's like super specialized. So you know what I mean? Those therapists would probably be way more open to doing virtual counseling. And I understand that you don't get that. It becomes a little more in per, or, or what do you say? In personal mm-hmm. when uh, there is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there was a time I had a client at a different office and I opened the door to my waiting room. And as soon as I opened the door, like I felt it. Like, and I wasn't even in her, I didn't even see her yet, but I could just feel the energy. And I was like, all right, this is going to be an intense day. Like, you don't get that behind a screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is very, very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first met mine, I was virtual and I was like, this is great because I'm not there. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> so you and felt that like you could hide a little yes, bit? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Guess absolutely. what? We, we ain't hiding here. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, now I understand I it more. So, but my first initial, I was like, oh no, this is not, nope, yes, mm. uh huh. I was like, yep. And I'm thinking of my laundry, I'm thinking of the phone calls, and I would answer a question, mm. and I would kind of, okay, yeah, but yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I remember in person. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that, but I think it could be a good shoe yes. for uh, sure. people to try it out. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, we talked about it a little bit in your bio. So I know that when you go into um, that website to kind of figure out what therapist, what are some of the modalities or tools mm-hmm. that if someone has, let's say, you know, trauma, whether it be whatever kind it is, is there certain modalities that help certain things? I don't know if I asked that correctly, but no, you, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like a certain, like a specific treatment for a specific issue. Yes. Yes. And there absolutely is. Um, you mentioned when we started, so tra- trauma and anxiety are primarily what I address with my clients. Um, I do, I'll do mood disturbance and I do a lot of like, I call it like deep diving, like self-actualization work, which is super fun in my opinion. Um, but trauma to speak to that EMDR is one of the treatments for trauma that stands for eye movement desensitization reprocessing. I also like to refer to it as hocus pocus. In my opinion, you see my machine right there. That's my EMDR machine. Um, so that's a trauma therapy. You have something else called CBT, which stands for cognitive behavior thinking. So that's restructuring of thoughts, finding different ways of looking at things. Um, dialectical behavior therapy that can be for someone who maybe has borderline or their moods are, you know, they fluctuate a lot. Um, there's so many, there's family systems. Like I could go on and on naming stuff for you, but there's definitely, and that will be listed on psychology today because we have to select it as the therapist about which modalities that we use okay. in our, um, in our treatment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. 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 Is it, do you have a favorite? I know you said EMDR, but is that kind of? That's my jam. I can do it all day long. That makes me cringe. I know it does. I know you and you and I got to discuss this. Like, <laughs> like my, my my toes are like curled. Why, why is it curled? Why is it so so that would that would be a target right there, just so you know. <laughs> what? So I I had a therapist say, "Oh, this would be awesome." Was oh, that the hypnosis thing? No, nope, I've done I've done oh, hypnosis. Okay. So we, I had a, a therapist do MDR and I don't, obviously I wasn't ready and it wasn't explained to me correctly. And I was not. What is it? So they, well, Nikki, you can. Yeah, I can give you. So the woman who founded it was a psychologist. Her name is Francine Shapiro. She was walking one day and looking around while processing something that was distressing and noticed that the eye movement helped her to reduce distress. I know it sounds hokey. That's why I got trained. Cause I'm like, this is not, this is sounds too good to be true. So it's the same thing that happens when we do REM sleep, right? Your eyes, you know, your eyes go back and forth, the repair and process mode of sleep. So we're using that same natural process that you already have. Think about if you've ever gone on a walk or a run and you're maybe thinking about something. At the end of the walk or the run, do you feel like more grounded and clear about what you were thinking about? Yeah. So that is a form of bilateral stimulation. That's what we use when we do EMDR. So we target a specific memory or incident and a negative belief simultaneously while also paying attention to maybe body sensations because the body keeps score and things will manifest physically if we do not address them. And we use the eye movement or my machine, I have three different ways to do it. You can put on headphones and I have um, pulsers that simulta- they vibrate back and forth to match it. And what happens is, is everybody processes different. I know. Now, now do, are you interested now? 
<laughs> I saw your face. Um, everybody processes different. So some people might process in thoughts. Some people might process through like a movie and visuals. Other people might be physical. So they might be feeling like, a, you know, like a heavy chest, a knot behind their shoulder, a lump in their throat. And what we do is we process it until I use a scale of zero to 10, which is a distress scale between before when you get to a zero or a two, that's when I know that you're, you're clear because obviously some things in life will never be a zero. Yeah. Huh. That sounds cool. I was yeah. thinking though, I've watched so many tennis matches throughout the years. <laughs> you got to keep, you got to keep your head straight. Oh, head yeah, straight. Right. yeah, you can't go, you can't, yeah, mm -mm. head's oh, got to be straight so your eyes are tracking. Okay. The turning kept you straight. Well, that explains everything. <laughs> That's why tennis didn't do it for you. <laughs> for me, my, my palms are sweaty. Oh, Just thinking of okay. It. Uh, okay. No. Yes. No, no. No, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, next question. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's kind of cut to the chase with pricing. So mm -hmm. a lot, unfortunately, mental health does not discriminate on who needs it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. pricing is, uh, you know, sometimes a hiccup for people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saying, you know, hey, I need to see someone like every week. However, mm -hmm. I can't afford it. Yeah. So how does that work? How is that? I know some therapists have options. So what does that mm -hmm. look like? like for someone that is looking to say, Hey, I need to go in, but how do I, how do, how do somebody, how does somebody ask, Hey, I probably can't afford it. What can we do? So we can go back to psychology today because you can get that list of people. If you have insurance who are on your, you know, who accept your insurance, obviously it's always helpful to call insurance and get a list. There's different. So within Vero, I can only speak to Vero there's different places that can assist in that. So like we have the Mental Health Collaborative and they are a great resource in town that says like, listen, this is what's going on. Who could, who would be a good fit? This is my price range. They have created this giant list. So they have all that information about a lot of people in practice in Vero. And then obviously agencies are a great option as well. So like we have the Mental Health Association here in town. Um, I did my internship there. It's been over 10 years. so. It's been a bit, but you know, like they might offer based on income and then even offer asking possibly if certain therapists offer sliding scales based on income as well. Okay. That's good to know. What is the sliding scale depending on income that you pay? Uh, like a certain they, amount probably. Okay. Okay. I don't know if they asked for your incomes. I've had a couple of my uh, people that I know get a sliding scale due to the fact of the time that you go. So if they want to go once mm -hmm. a month, uh-huh. If but they want to up it to like twice a month, uh -huh. maybe mm -hmm. instead of paying 150, they'll pay 120. Oh, okay. Because they're they're okay. there more regularly. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Which mm -hmm. I, I think a lot I mean, that's a question that I always get asked. Say, hey, you know, I have because it's it's also humbling too to yeah. say, Hey, I really need to see you, but I just it's a little tight. Yeah. yeah. It's sad though, because I mean of course income and 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 availability to finances is definitely of course always gonna mm -hmm. be an important issue but I think as people overall we need to reevaluate and really investing in health whether it be physical mental or both preferably both uh, that's an investment in yourself 
And what is yes. more important than investing in you? Because let's let's cut down on Netflix and eating out and and all that those purchases that we don't need to do. Because if you don't invest in you, who will? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think it's we really need to focus on. I mean, I have a big birthday coming up, so I've really last um, couple of months been like, you know what? It's going to be an investment. It's all about me. I don't need to buy stuff. I need to just invest in me. It's like me, 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 me. But I mean, <laughs> honestly, what is more important? Mm -hmm. I concur. We can't take the yeah. stuff with us no. when we go. No, I, maybe I'll take some. I'm just kidding. I won't take so, it. So yeah, no, it, it's really, I think that's where it's great that there are options and that, that people can get help with it. And, and even that insurance pays for it. But a lot of people don't can't even afford insurance. But mm -hmm. it's really, it's it's a, we need to prioritize a little differently. And talking about insurance, some people don't want their insurance to know mm -hmm. that, especially mm -hmm. if oh. there are, Nikki, you can correct me or jump in at any time, especially if it's something more uh, specified as trauma, addictions, recovery. Mm -hmm. Those are all usually sometimes covered by insurance, but also if they are. They are sometimes the individual doesn't want to get that because it's a red flagging them. Sometimes it red flags depending on the job that you have. Especially, I run into that with PTSD when it's mm -hmm. someone that's still working as a first mm -hmm. responder, as a, a military. Oh. That automatically flags. Therefore, mm -hmm. now you're not suitable to do your job when all you you know all obviously we need is getting help. help. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, so it's, it's good to people to know either way is great. Yeah. You know, when it comes to not being able to, your job's on the line. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. a lot of people don't get help because their yeah. job is on the line, which makes me sad. Yeah. No, I've heard, and I've heard couples that say, or one of them say, oh, no, I don't, I don't think we should spend money on couples therapy because we want to renovate the kitchen. But it's like, Wait, what? That's that going to make things worse. worse. <laughs> you're going to be kitchen sleeping in the kitchen. Yes, exactly. You're going to sell the house because you're getting yeah. it. Yeah. 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 The, re the renovation yeah. will just fast forward everything. Because yeah. who yeah. gets along when they renovate things, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> Especially when you go through renovation, you should go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how much stress uh -huh. in that thing? So do, you have any, mm -hmm. do you have anything else, Nikki? I, yeah, I can add, I think knowing that when you attend therapy, not every session is a somatic breakthrough. I think that's important to know. You know, you might have big breakthroughs here and there, but to keep those expectations where they need to be, you know, it's not going to, it's like, don't let Hollywood taint yeah. your view. Um, you know, assessing your goals are important. So journaling super helpful. I, you know, I love when my, my clients bring in their journals and they can like flip through it and share stuff with me throughout the week. And then, yeah, I think it's like, there's no bad time to start. So if you're feeling called to it, there's a reason. So I think you should like follow that intuitive push that's coming up and urging you to dive a little deeper. Yeah, that's great. Great points. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, no, I feel like, why haven't I been to therapy my whole life? Exactly. 
Dreaming. Can you imagine how extremely well balanced I would have been? Can you imagine? <laughs> That's so funny. I've had, I've had all my kidding kids. aside, but I do think, and I, we have, as we said, we have locally seen a lot of tragedies lately with suicides, mm -hmm. and uh, it is just so terrible to know that so mm -hmm. many suffer in silence and. We never know what goes on behind closed doors. Only you know what goes on behind your closed door. And and really, again, it's it's as important as taking care of the vessel. We have to take care of the yeah. the brain and the, the mental part. And I yeah. think I'm not. I think I know, Nikki. You said something that kind of struck a chord because usually, you know, you would go to therapy because you something happened. You know, mm -hmm. or 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 things happened, mm -hmm. and now you're going in. But I like what you said that somebody perfectly healthy should just go in and just do like a check in, like when you yeah. like yeah. get what you yeah. or when you get yeah. your oil change. We do our yearly physicals. Or yes. most of us do. Yeah, because you know you are from obviously familiar with with mental health, and I've been involved for quite some time. And suicide is a flip of a switch and mm -hmm. a lot of individuals do not understand that there is a psychological physiological switch that happens that says just do it mm. and it's scary because you don't know when that is yeah yeah and it's it's sad but it's just yeah that's why people get so shocked that people you know on the yeah. outside get shocked like oh it looked like they had everything well it might be something that just went. that trigger that yeah. trigger is no joke yeah. so yeah. no that's great so important so nikki tell everyone how they can come in contact with you if you yeah. know anything you want to share from your mm -hmm. uh, side so we are on facebook and instagram you can check out our pages restorative wellness bureau we're um, updated too in the mm -hmm. show Oh, no, it's perfect. So I'm updating that frequently. We do have our webpage, rwvero.com, that has the information about our services, our team here, what we offer, because we offer different options other than just counseling as well. Um, we have a yoga studio, which I believe very well pairs with mental health. Um, we offer massage therapy and then have a private studio for personal training. So there's different things. I have another therapist with me as well. Um, she's coming back from maternity leave next month. So I'm so excited to have her back with me. Um, and then obviously phone is a great way. Email, all of that is on the website. So anyone can always reach out that way to ask questions. Even if they have questions regarding anything we talked about, I'm always willing to discuss and help as best as I can. That's great. I and it. I love that you have all the, the, the com combinations we talked about taking care of your physical mind, body, and soul. Yep, the whole person. Yoga class this morning. I started going to yoga. Nice. Yeah, I'm not known to go to yoga, but yes, see, that is very getting surprising. there. Wow. Yes. Time for time for stillness and connection. Beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't sweat, and it didn't bother me because usually I think <laughs> every time I work out, I need to sweat like a thing. But no. I and I just felt great. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I'm gonna you fall off can my teach chair. an old dog to sit. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. You just gotta be open. <laughs> um, yes, that's right. 
Yeah. And it's always nice of, like you just said, learn mm -hmm. something new. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's always room for learning. Always. So what will our listeners be gifted once they listen to our episode? So all they've got to do is look on our website, find a yoga class that they would like to attend. Tell us that you listen to the podcast and you will get $5 off your first class that you attend with us. Even if you're a returning person, I'll, we'll honor that. But yes, $5 That's off great. one class. Yeah. Maybe you should come with me to yoga. Maybe we should go together. Oh, wait. I think I think the service <laughs> being lost. Oh, no. <laughs> I, think I think it's a challenge. Thank you for that. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a great conversation. Thank you for uh, enlightening us and also making it easy and accessible for yeah. all. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me again. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. Our pleasure. And we got to say a little cheers. 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 Yes. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Christina, I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you like this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. Score! Score!